The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Many children about to leave primary schools in areas like Kildare, Wicklow, Dublin, Galway and Cork have been unable to secure a place in a local secondary school in advance of the upcoming academic year and it's leaving parents worried, stressed and concerned. Now, the Department of Education have said they're aware of the issues. Uh, They have yet to be properly addressed, according to Social Democrats TD for Wicklow, Jennifer Whitmore, who's on the line and we'll talk in a moment to Louise Fitzpatrick, spokesperson for Educate D8 at the Secondary School Action Group in that area. But first of all, Jennifer, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, this is a problem which, in a sense, is very predictable, with the exception, perhaps, of added numbers that were not expected through immigration and so on. Um, You know, you can look at the demographics, you can look at your school capacities, and you can do the sums and see where the deficits are. Yeah, I mean, it should be predictable. I mean, and I think that's probably one of the most frustrating aspects of this is that in areas like Greystones, um, you know, where we've had high population growth, um, but indeed we've always had a a high demand for school places and and sort of year after year we have these problems. But really all the department would need to do is look at the number of children that are coming out of, uh, you know, that are in fifth class and sixth class and really be able to identify, or indeed the census data, identify the number of children that are going to need places um, and just make sure that those children have accommodation available to them for for the following year. What is the deficit in Greystones? How many children in a relatively small uh, town, I know it's a commuter town and so on, uh, and there's a huge hinterland of new housing and apartments between uh, Greystones and the N11, uh, but how many children are short of a place? So there's no exact figure yet, and the department is is currently looking at that. Um, but I would estimate around 70 children at this stage. I've had a lot of contact from parents um, about this. So I, I would think around 70, but we are still waiting for those actual figures mm. from the department, which in itself I think is staggering. You know, I raised this first with the department in October of last year. Uh, we have three secondary schools in the Greystones area. The principals from those schools came together, I think probably in an unprecedented fashion, and put out a press release in October to tell parents that there was going to be a shortage of places. Okay, so they did the sums. They know what their classroom capacity is. They know what their teacher numbers are. They know the ideal uh, student-teacher ratios uh, that that, uh, they would like. And in fact, uh, the department lays down maximum numbers. Uh, So they did the sums, uh, which they were capable of doing. And they said to the department and to the public, we're short. Absolutely. And they made that clear in October. Um, And so we're still waiting Uh, for the department to tell us exactly um, how many places and not only exactly how many places but where they're going to put those children because if we're talking around 76 class students don't know where they're going to go um, in September. Now it's welcome that the Minister and the department have said that they will get places but you know students want to know what what school they're going to be going to all their friends are talking about it they're doing entrance exams you know their sort of normal transition is happening for them and we have Mm. around 70 students that are not being able to you know don't have that security or that knowledge. Now, some of the students in Greystones will not attend school in Greystones. They might take the dart and go to some of the schools in Dorky, for example. They might go to a school in Bray. Uh, they might even head south and go to a school in Wicklow Town. I don't know. But I presume that's what parents have to explore. Absolutely. Like I've, I've spoken to parents who actually apply to six or seven schools. 
Um, you know, so they've applied everywhere and they didn't get in anywhere uh, for those schools. So parents are trying what they can. But like, you know, children should be able to go to school in their locality. I mean, it just makes so much more sense from, from the parent's mm. perspective, from the child's perspective, from a climate perspective, you know, and so that should be facilitated. Mm. Now, the thing is, Pat, in this situation, the solution is there for the department. There's actually three school projects that have been promised by the department. And w- there's one of them... Um, uh, there's the Greystones Community College and the department has committed to building a new school, a thousand uh, student school for them because there's currently in temporary accommodation. If that school was built, we would not be having this issue yeah. at the now, moment. Now, is there any uh, block upon block in that school or is it still in the planning? So it's in planning. It's actually out to tender at the moment, but the tender itself is taking a year, um, which yeah. is, is an incredible length of well, time. Well, the, the, the minimum the length of time it's going to take to build a school is probably two years. So... Uh, you know, you'll be waiting. Uh, there is, uh, I passed by it uh, not too many weeks ago, a spanking looking school on the way into Greystones. Um, we, we've had quite a, so we have a new primary school here uh, that again was built following, uh, you know, situations of primary children where they couldn't get places. So we've seen a lot of increased demand in this area and some infrastructure has been put in place. Because um, if that's a new enough. primary school that I saw, it means that there'll be all the more children being churned out of that primary school. So uh, anyway, uh, look, it's good that you raised this, Jennifer. And I want to talk to Louise Fitzpatrick, spokesperson for Educate D8 Secondary School. School Action Group. Louise, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, what's the situation in Dublin 8? So Dublin 8, it's it's a similar but different situation to what's happening in Greystones um, in that ours has been going on for generations. Um, so in the Dublin 8 area, there is only enough uh, capacity in the secondary schools, there are only enough places or in, the, in the secondary schools to accommodate half of all the children who live here. So for generations, families have been leaving the area to, to get secondary education. For 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 various reasons, um. But in in recent years, we see this really exacerbating. I think your your last slot on on looking at transport in the city. You know, we're in a, in an urban city centre area. Very very difficult to travel across the city to to get to secondary school places. But most importantly, sixty percent of the population living here in Dublin eight. 62% are not Catholic, 40% are not Irish. So we have a huge, diverse, multicultural population um, and we don't have any school to reflect that. So of the five schools, which five schools for an area the size of Dublin 8 is, is, is very small, um, all schools are, are governed by religious bodies. We have no local access to multi-denominational school, despite the fact that over half of all children and, living and in the country there, are And is there um, a, a plan for a new school, a non-denominational school, an no, educated no. school? No, not at all. No, no. And we well, have, um, you we know, have there, there were now there is we've been told that there was one built to to facilitate our students, Dublin A students. But it was in um, Sandy Mountain, Dublin 4, which is a, that's a no good. 90, 90 minute commute across the city for our kids. Sure. So that's are there any it. old schools that are now defunct, religious run schools that are now defunct and could be rapidly converted to uh, an education type to, uh, together type model? Not ones that are defunct, but there are ones for sure that that would get more numbers. So they there are some that have have um, you know their their numbers are declining um, mainly because yeah of the religious ethos that doesn't reflect the the population of the area. So for sure, but but I know that's something we have we have talked. You know, I know it's something that um, religious groups are not are not open to doing. But for sure, that that could be a solution. Yeah, Louise, thank you very much for joining us. That's Louise Fitzpatrick, and uh, she is spokesperson for Educate D8 Secondary School Action Group. And before that, Jennifer Whitmore, TD, Social Democrat uh, from Wicklow. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. 
on News Talk.